And it says in uh, 1 John chapter 2, verses 3 through 6, this is the New International Version. It says, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Now, if I don't know if that's a call to tall or not, but I would think it is. I know when I got born again, uh, coming out of Catholicism, um, I, I just, you know, in Catholicism, you thought, you just do, do your best and hope it all works out. Praise God. Go to church. You feel like that's some kind of God check card, you know. It's like, woo, praise God. I go to church every single Sunday. I was smoking weed, parting my brains out, doing all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and going to church every Sunday to give my little hour to God, you know. And uh, um, but so when I got born again and read this particular scripture, I thought, well, that would have really undermined that program. Because uh, if God is expecting us to live and walk and act like Jesus did, then that means that we can't just do whatever we want to do or act any old kind of way. And so, but what we do know is we could look at the Gospels and we can look at Jesus' life and even the letters as, as the uh, apostles um, minister to us and, and point to aspects of Jesus' life that we can reflect on that and see this is really honestly how we are to live our lives as well, including our relationship to the Father and uh, a, a mindset concerning his voice, his word, and do, doing exactly what he wants us to do at every given opportunity. And this, this really kind of messes up our plans a lot of times because sometimes we make plans and want to do things uh, that are not necessarily uh, what God would have us to do, uh, but God is requiring of, of us uh, to be more attentive to his will. And oftentimes it's okay, but we don't want him to tell us because we don't want him to say no. Has anybody ever been like that? All the strong-willed people just go ahead, not, you know, just you don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> don't want nobody telling you what to do. This is a problem when it comes to uh, the Father. And it's not just strong-willed people. Everyone has a little element of this that they just don't want nobody telling them what to do. We don't even set our alarms sometimes because we don't want the alarm telling us to get up. I'll get up on my own. <laughs> Many of the alarms have perished, you know. Eh, 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 eh. Anybody ever heard that sound before? Uh, yeah. And you're like, shut up. Tell me what to do. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to hit the snooze. And then 15 minutes or whatever later. Eh, eh. Yeah. So here we see that whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. There's people that have a real big problem with this, this whole book, actually. The whole first, first John, they've decided that, that it's not uh, actually supposed to be in the Bible. Now, let me tell you how dangerous that is. And you start changing what that is, and it says, let them, all the curses of this book come on them. And it's not just in Revelation it says that. It says that all through the book. You start changing what it means and what it says to fit how your feelings are going. 
or your personal doctrine or religion, then you're in a dangerous place. So, so we put um, a great extreme honor upon the word of the living God. This is the Father's voice. And uh, so Jesus lived and walked um, in a way that when you listen to him and look for this stuff, you realize Jesus was totally in tune with the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. So in John 12, 48, John 12, 48, it says, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. So Jesus is saying, these words that I'm saying are that powerful that if you don't receive them, they actually become something different in your life. Because the word isn't just meat and milk. <laughs> the word is a hammer and it is a sword. Isn't that right? And, and so it has more than one thing that it does in your life. And, uh, of course, uh, the word that you don't act upon is the word that will come back and bite you in the future. Ask Adam. Ask the whole human race. And so when the Lord says something or when he speaks something or when you're in the word and you hear it and it convicts you, listen, when it convicts you, then you want to make the adjustment and align yourself with it. Can you hear me? Make the adjustment. <laughs> Look in the, to your neighbor and say, I'm going to make the adjustment. <laughs> in the Message Bible, this is actually... Uh, I read verse 48 of John 12, but I want to read uh, um, verse, verses 47 through 50 in the Message Bible of, of John 12. It says, if anyone hears what I am saying and doesn't take it seriously, I don't reject him. I didn't come to reject the world. I came to save the world. But you need to know that whoever puts me off, refusing to take in what I am saying, is willfully choosing rejection. The word, the word made flesh that I have spoken and that I am, that word and no other is the last word. So the word is the final authority in your life. It needs to become that. The final authority. This is where everything stops. Joshua said, for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is not a democracy. Nobody gets to vote, Joshua saying. This is how um, my house was. We had a church on Sunday morning. There was no voting. There was no negotiations. In fact, before I got married, I ran my house the same way. You live in this house, you will come to church. Grown people. Yeah, I'm paying the bills. And uh, sometimes people would pay a little bills here and there and help with food some, but I mean, it's my house. You want to live in my house? You're going to church. I can't take a chance on somebody being cursed living in my house. You will do what God says you will do or you will move out. Live on the streets. This is the rules. Air conditioning or heating, food and sustenance, bed, Shower comes with going to church. Hallelujah. 
So certainly, when I got married, we weren't going to open it up. Say, well, we just want them to just decide on their own. Listen, foolish, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. So we are here to train them. Why did God entrust Abraham? Uh, because he said, Abraham will command his children. And that was a deal. And so we need to understand that it is our responsibility uh, to hear his voice and do what God has called us to do and, and to regulate. And you say, well, that's not nice. That's not politically correct. That's not what we, we don't care what this world says. We care what the Bible says. Y'all with me? And people are being imprisoned for this. People are being tortured and murdered and burned, and, and the list goes on. And we are talking about not hurting somebody's feelings in the United States of America? What have we become, church? I don't say we should set out to hurt people's feelings. No, we preach the truth in love. But I'm not afraid of where that goes. Are you? And so uh, we both live this life and conduct ourselves accordingly as Jesus would have us to conduct ourselves. But we, I'll say it again. The word, the word made flesh that I have spoken and that I am the word and no other is the last word. Verse 49. I'm not making any of this up on my own. The father who sent me gave me orders, told me what to say and how to say it. And I know exactly what his command produces real and eternal life. That's all I have to say. What the Father told me, I tell you. What are we to do? We are to live our life as Jesus lived his life. We are here to tell each other and the world what the Father has told us to tell them, tell you. Whoever it is gets in front of you, praise God. Wherever you are standing, that is your area of influence. And so Jesus didn't come into the earth and go, well, I'm not sure where my area of influence is right now. Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. No, no, wherever he was standing. Standing before Pilate. He said, this is not my kingdom. I come from another kingdom. Whew. And so Jesus has now impregnated us with the very purpose of God and the Father who has placed his hand on us. And you can say, well, you know, I've got family problems. I've got this kind of problem, that kind of problem. I've got this going on, that going on. Listen, if you will get into the purpose of the Father and do what he tells you to do and say what he tells you to say, that stuff becomes invisible to you. I'm telling you, the purpose of God is an is a empowering force. In fact, Jesus said, you know, uh, when the, the disciples, uh, he, you know, he's like, oh, I have meat that you know not of because he was talking to the woman at the well. And, and uh, they, they were thinking, well, who got him a hamburger? Did someone get him some food or what's going on here? But he said, I have meat that you do not know. And he said, my meat, in other words, what sustains me, empowers me, makes my feet hit the floor is the will of my father. It's strengthening it's empowering that you uh, forget about how everybody's not treating you right or how come you just can't have any friends or what's going And you begin to take over the planet. As Jesus turned the whole known world upside down and he wasn't even of this world. 
Praise God. And it's not changed since. It's just, things are just shaking all over the earth. And, and people are trying to destroy him by destroying us, the church. Trying to stop us. You can't stop this. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So rejecting the word, not walking in the word, is the worst thing that we can do. And there are repercussions because we don't. If we don't, then there's things that take place. That means that you allowed them to take place. Praise God. Hallelujah. But yielding to God's word opens the door for blessings. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Is this too heavy? I'm sorry. It's 2023. We're done. We got to. Are we all right? You still love me? Thank God. Mark 13, 31. Mark 13, 31. I'm going to put some scriptures out. There's a bunch of scriptures having to do with Jesus and the word and his putting a premium on the word and the word of the Father. But here in Mark 13, 31, it says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. In the Living Bible, it says, Heaven and earth shall disappear, but my words stand sure forever. So this is the foundation, the rock, that we are to build our lives on. In Psalm 138.2, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Wow. Wow. Now, we all, of course, know the scripture that says that he's been given a name that is above every name. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess, right? Jesus is Lord. But here it says that he's exalted his word above his name. And so how are we to look at the word of God? How are we to view this book and its effect on our life and how serious we are about doing those things that God has required of us. Know that a missionary friend of mine went to China and they weren't allowed to bring Bibles into, or excuse me, they were allowed one Bible in China. So each missionary had one Bible they were allowed to bring in. And so this particular friend of mine, he, he runs into a lady whose job is to sweep um, the excrement of people because they just go, you know, and they do it like near a gutter and her job was to make, get it into the, sounds horrible, doesn't it? And I'm sorry, bring that up in 2023. But anyhow, so, so when he approached her, she asked him if he was a, a Christian and he said, yes, ma'am, I am a Christian. And she said, um, I want you to prove it to me. And he said, well, how would I do that? And he, she said, will you, will you pray? And he said, sure. So he prayed with her, and that's how she knew, oh, he is. He is a Christian. And, uh, and she was so moving to him. And uh, so he, he was, went to all the missionaries and said, I've got a plan. He said, I need you to take um, each of you a portion of your Bible out, tear it out. And uh, so he had all the missionaries pull a portion out. So he created a Bible uh, that way and gave it to her. 
And when she received it from him, she held it to herself and said, precious, precious. I never forgot that story uh, because I guess they passed like page, a page of the Bible around in those places and, and, and they me- memorized that page and then they pass it on to someone else and, and they've just deemed the word of God so precious and oh my goodness, I think I have a hundred different translations on my bookshelf, not to mention, uh, you know, uh, the internet where I can pull up any, uh, you know, translation I want and, and do searches and, and uh, we have become so um, familiar, if you will, with God's word that it has lost its authenticity and its power and its authority in our lives because this book is precious. Precious, precious, amen. Amen. amen, glory to God, hallelujah. So Jesus basically schooled us on how we are to treat the word of the Father in uh, John five nineteen. Um, I'm reading these primarily in the New Living Translation. It says, so Jesus explained in 519 of John, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Again, I'm telling you this because in the beginning, I mentioned that Jesus, we are to pattern our life, walk like he walked and live like he walked. That would include his mindset concerning the will of the father, the voice of the father. Amen? And uh, uh, so I would want uh, us, if anything, to start 2023. In fact, um, Brother Copeland, I want to... Um, he, he just had a real simple, I think a lot of people look to Brother Copeland, what is he going to say in the coming year, you know? But the simple word, and he, he actually, in 2022, you can look it up on his website, he said a lot of things about 2023 before it got here, just so you know. But his, his final word here in January was that the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me several days ago, he said, make sure that my word is final authority in your life in 2023. And so there were some amazing prophecies concerning 2023, but as we go into it, uh, Holy Spirit directs him to say, make sure that the word of God is the final authority in your life. Amen? Amen. And so we uh, need to step up our game. Praise God. You can slap the word all over the place, you know, in your house, in your bathroom, wherever you find yourself standing, you know, dishes, whatever, and have that word constantly talking to you. Nowadays, you know, whether your phone or iPad, you can actually put the word of God on, listen to it while you're in the shower, listen to it while you're dressing, listening to it and meditating on it while you're driving in your car. You can have the word of God um, coming to you all the time. I don't know about you. I like to listen to, to different translations, and, and uh, sometimes I'm like, that's in the Bible? I've been listening to it for a long time, but there's things that will come out and said a different way. I'm like, oh, my goodness, such revelation, and it's God showing himself to you. And then you just, all of a sudden, you start walking differently and thinking differently and, and conducting yourself differently towards other people for sure. In fact, in 1 John, where I mentioned that unless you walk as he did, it's talking about walking in love, believe it or not. And that's where it all begins, because all of his commandments hang from that commandment. To love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your strength, and with all of your mind. And then it says, and the second is just like it. 
That is a very difficult statement because if it's just like it, that means you can't do the first one unless you do the second one. Oh, I love the Lord. Oh, yes, Pastor Andy, I love the Lord. I already know you don't because you ain't acting right right now. Because if you don't love your neighbor, you can't love him. And how you act towards each other, how we act towards each other, is directly connected to how much we love him. And how I love him is how I love you. We just need to get better at this, you guys. So the first commandment of the Father is, is probably the most difficult because everything else just falls right into place behind it. Is it when people do you wrong? Oh, it says to bless them. You're like, what? I don't think so. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can't even do it right. Head's just not Connected like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there, there you go, there you go, go ahead. There you go. She got it down. She's got like, she's got like these gears or something in there. She's just, her head goes around on both shoulders somehow. <laughs> Brother knows, huh, Robert? He's like, oh yeah, she does it, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so obviously we need some help, we need some adjustments, don't we? That we believe because we are X, Y, Z that we have some rights to act. However, you know, it is just not true. If we are going to step up into that which he has called us to do, then we're going to have to step out of this, quit walking in this flesh, and walk and live in the spirit. Because that's where the love of God is. The grace and the power of God will flow from that place in your life. Change your marriages, change your relationships. Praise God. Hallelujah. Your faith works. That's how faith works. Faith works by love. Whoo, glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't, I don't have time, but there are scripture after scripture after scripture about Jesus talking about his relationship with the Father, and how he says, I do nothing. Nothing that the Father did not tell me to do. I say nothing that the Father did not tell me to say. And if we are to conduct ourselves like Jesus, then we probably need to make some little adjustments. Would you agree with me? Amen. I'm not trying to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> but if you believe you have arrived, then you are way off the mark then. <laughs> Praise God. If you'll just let me finish with this one scripture. In John 15, John 15, verses 4 uh, through 8, it says, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. 
For without me, you can do Everybody say nothing. nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Herein, now we're back to the Father. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples.